0: You're listening to the Sage Hill podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd. Sage Hill is a social impact organization that helps people see who they are made to be so they can do what they're made to do. In this podcast, Chip sits down with his longtime friend Stephen James to discuss the powerlessness of being human and the gift available to us through accepting our humanity we both work in the world of addiction and recovery in different contexts, you as an executive director at CPE, which is a treatment center, me at Sachel Counseling, but we both face a real similar problem every day. And, and more than depression and anxiety and suicide and, and addiction is really this idea that, and it's a deadly idea, that people really think they can possess the power to fix themselves. He you said to me the other day, you said, man's power to fix himself is killing us all. Could you unpack that and talk about that? And-
1: yes. We have mistaken, in a lot of ways, I believe, techn- technological advancement for human progress about being human.
0: We've so, gotten smarter, but we've not gotten better at being human.
1: Well, we've got, we, Well, we've gotten better at technological improvement, but it hasn't made us Really, that much more advanced intellectually, because we still intellectually think that we can overcome humanity mm. with our technological progress mm. so Stephen, if we go back, even our therapeutic counseling approach oh, oh i I just right. I'm telling you uh, uh, the work of many therapists is not how to overcome life but how to live well in the midst of life, and really, it's like allowing ourselves to grieve facing limitations living within the context of powerlessness and if you go back and look at uh, Genesis and Job and uh, Isaiah and and you know the different books of the Old Testament some of those books are 4000 years old or even more 6 yeah and the they, and, yeah. and looking at those stories that are many of them very unvarnished It's about failure and, you know, um, success and humiliation and and joy and delight. It's very truthful. But those stories speak to the elegance of human beings' awareness of their humanity. And humans haven't changed one whit in those 4,000 years. And there's no reason to think that humans were really uh, much different before that, right. you know, in t- whatever you believe before that. But human, humanity has had made a lot of advancements technologically, but human beings have not changed at all. We are emotional and spiritual creatures, created to live fully in relationship, and our technological advances are not going to take us away from being humans. And th- in fact, did
0: you? But they're just- not going to take us away from our need for relationship, our fear of being without relationship, yes. our our hunger for to be known, our desire to belong and matter right. somewhere. Like no matter how much we invent, no matter how enlightened we become, like enlightenment won't take me away from the need for relationship. Yes, we we
1: can cure cancer, but not cure the fact that we're going to harm each other that we're going to hurt each other, that we're going to feel hurt and resentment and bitterness. Well, thanks. That sounds so negative. Yeah. Beckett said that you're on earth and there's no cure for it. Now, God is present with us, but God is with us on earth for which there is no cure. We're here and there's not enough, enough technology to stop me from saying harmful things to you or stop me from uh, betrayal, or losing heart, or mm-hmm. manipulation, or destruction, or nothing to stop me from loving you, no matter what you do, or seeking forgiveness from you, or putting me at your mercy. Marriage is not going to ever become perfect. This idea of progressive cures for being human is. I'm
0: thinking kind of theology as a as a technological attempt to try to solve the human condition. Yeah, People can behave right or understand God Mm -hmm. right enough and they'll quit acting this way. And that's the whole humanistic movement. Yes.
1: If you only, if you would only, almost all of these messages about human beings are about putting today off until tomorrow. Whether it's a sermon or a thought or if you take this pill or if you take this injection or if you learn this skill, almost all of those things are saying, guess what? If you practice this, Tomorrow will be so much better than today. And then tomorrow comes, and you practice that cognitive skill or that ability. That moralistic endeavor. Yes, and you may have gained some expertise, but it will not overcome you having to struggle as a human being living in this world emotionally. Well, let's make it real. How does this show up You're not going to overcome life.
0: Give me a practical example. This is all kind of an Okay, okay, right now. okay. So
1: the practical example is like we're trained to climb the ladder of success. Okay. And the question that we're asking ourselves is, how am I doing overcoming being human and becoming successful? How am I doing? How do I look? What are people thinking of me? What am I thinking of myself? I'm always comparing
0: myself against my my own successes, my own failures, other people's successes, other people's failures.
1: Yeah, and and I spend my life trying to become independent of neediness, not having to be dependent, I spend my life doing everything I can to try to be realistic instead of living truthful as a human being. And I try to access power. There's nothing wrong with power and independence and realism. It's like it's just, I've said, we're on earth and there's no cure for it. That's very realistic. But to try to overcome presence of pain, the presence of dreams, the presence of delight, to numb those, to try to become somebody who's not truthful about my condition, or try to become somebody can not
0: is not dependent? So I try to be a better parent. I try to be a, a harder worker. I try to make more money than that guy. Yeah,
1: Winnicott talked. Just be good enough.
0: I'm just trying to be good enough.
1: Be become human. Enough. Become yeah. human. So the question is not how am I doing, but what am I doing? So fall off the ladder well, most people and land fall on, on the off. earth. Most people get kicked off. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Once you get kicked off and you land on, on, your on, on the surface <laughs> of the earth where we live, uh, become human again. You become human again and you're made to grieve and reach out to the hand that's reached out to you in dependency with truthfulness about how you're made with the presence of your own heart. You're saying
0: in dependency, not yeah. independence. Yeah, in the
1: dependency that you the fact that you're made for relationship with yourselves, others and God. The question is, what am I doing? You start to move into com- communion community and cooperation instead of the competition of who can hide their heart the best to climb the ladder to become somebody you can never be. that you can never be. And it, we know that if you climb the ladder of success and you get up to the clouds and you get through the clouds, above those clouds is just more ladder. Yeah, I'm
0: just thinking, yeah, it's more ladder it never stops. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking right now inside of me, like what are some of those subtle messages I carry around... Once I obtain this, then I'll be okay. Yeah. Once my kid gets this, uh, once I mean you know yeah I've got all these contingencies in my life mm-hmm. that are real subtle. Yeah. But are right there, kind of. And those things are
1: good. Hey, guess what? Great Shelter's great. Money's great. Vacations yeah. are great. Marriages, you know, that they won't stays get together. me over being human. Yeah, but none of those things. No. No thermostat is going to be great enough to allow me to escape the fact that it may quit working. The thermostat may quit working. Yeah. Things break. So,
0: and the hopeful message in that is what, Chip? That through what
1: am I doing, how can you help me, show me how to walk through this, teach me how to live in this, advance me. You know, one of the great things that children are asking, children are always asking, they're asking for us to fix it but what once they found out we can't that we're humans with them it's a great peace of heart to them to find out that we can't fix it but we can be with them in it because they're asking us this one question how do I live hurt how do I live with loneliness how do I keep gladness how does gladness translate from feeling happy to being okay with like uh, caring about something even though I know it's going to hurt. How do I stay in attachment when it's painful? They're asking us, since you're big, how do I live this thing? Because obviously you can do it and life's happening to me and it hurts. So will you be with me in a place where there's no cure? Instead of trying to keep
0: teaching me to overcome it. We're not gonna overcome life. This is Stephen James, the Executive Director of Sage Hill Counseling. Thanks for listening to the Sage Hill Podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd. If you're interested in learning more about living from your heart, check out Dr. Dodd's spiritual memoir on the Beatitudes called The Perfect Loss, A Different Kind of Happiness. Also, if you're a therapist, a pastor, or a professional that works with people, and you'd like to be better equipped to help people live fully, we invite you to learn more about Sage Hill Training. This in-depth experiential training will help you bring your heart to the work that you're called to do. You can find out more by visiting SageHillTraining.com.